This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Car Mania 2019, yeah. round three. <laughs> He's here in the room. Yeah. And we listen to Carmen's album, Mission 316. The best one. And we have to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. You know it's like 100% true. <laughs> you disgusting little pig. <laughs> yeah. It's beginning drop. again. We started over again. 106 episodes in. Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Gerbert? <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian Fun. That was uh, Gerbert in theaters now, uh, where Gerbert has some mental health issues, goes it's off his really meds. really dark. Uh, but kind of says nothing. Also, Gerbert gets a little twisted, <laughs> both bodily and otherwise. <laughs> Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, music, and entertainment. Stuff made for, made by, made to, made from Christians. But we're not here to make you go to church or to make fun of your beliefs. We're just here to have fun, right, Caroline? Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Can I get amen? Amen. Thank you. Amen. My voice. Amen. <laughs> My Carmen impression might be super good today because. My voice, not so super good. I feel low. I feel gravelly. So I can't scream at a high pitch like I usually do on this oh, show. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I still got it. <laughs> you got it. Baby's got it. Why are you so gravelly? Were you whooping it up too much yesterday? Long weekend? weekend. Caroline and I. Your birthday weekend. Wow. Mr. 3 Plus, we went to a wedding this weekend as well. So it was a, it was a busy, packed, full weekend of festivities and celebration and activities. Did you get to get a word in with one of those bridesmaids? Uh, for not the reasons most of you are thinking. Oh, wait <laughs> or a for minute. For Disney Plus reasons. Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we went to a wedding. Uh, the the bride of which uh, works in entertainment is in an actress is an actress and had some famous friends at the wedding. One could say maybe in the in the wedding party. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Without being too uh, on the nose about it. Yeah. I got to talk to the sister of the maid of honor for a great deal of time at our party. Oh, or yeah. at, our, at our table. Yeah, she yeah, was, yeah. She was great. She was nice. But you know what? We're not here to talk. By the way, shouts out the to the birthday weekend. Oh. Uh, and shouts out to a very special gift that <laughs> I received from Caroline Ely, which was everyone who gave me a gift this year, which I didn't expect, of course, because I'm 30 and not a weird man child. But when he gave me a gift, was really thoughtful and sweet about it and made the gifts. And Caroline... It did feel like it undercut the the specialness of my gift when I saw how many crafted gifts you got. No, like, no, 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 no. Because no, every no, no. gift was very special for very different reasons. <laughs> uh, some people made me illustrations. Or made one, one person made me a specially embroidered shirt. That shirt is amazing. It's very sweet. Yeah. But Caroline made 
me a puppet of me. And it's a Kevin puppet. Uh, yeah. It, 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 I was wearing the same outfit that the puppet was wearing when I opened it, which sucked. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't clock it until you did open the present. And I was like, ah, I nailed it. I got it right on the old head. It's very unfortunate. Um, and I hate how much I love this gift because I will use it. And I'm going to make videos with it. And I have a little puppet, Kevin. Caroline spent so much time on it. Like, you don't have to put this in the pocket. Well, I got a good Christian fun. What is this? Hey, everybody. It's me, Kevin. I just turned 30 and I'm thriving. Yeah! <laughs> anyway, I love Caroline and she's the best and I really respect her. And also, I love pie in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I just feel red right no now. Did I show you these photos of the process of making Oh, it? no. <laughs> well, because Caroline also did uh, design a leotard underneath and did paint on red chest hair. I look like I'm in a, in a very bad BDSM situation. <laughs> I, I didn't like consent stabbed. to. Anyway, but I'm glad you, you enjoyed gift. it. I, very I, was, thoughtful. I, I thought like, oh, I hope he doesn't find this like insulting or like. Uh, well, why would I find insulting? I don't know. Like, I think you're a joke or something like well. that. But I, I hoped you thought it was more of just like, here's a loving. It was a very loving, like, very sweet American tribute. girl doll, but Kevin version. You spent so much time on it. I couldn't help yeah. but be flattered. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, I, I do look forward to the bits that come out of that. <laughs> so do I. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, but it's Carmania 2019. Week three, we're more than halfway done. We're almost there. Next week is I'm our slipping. last week of Carmania. <laughs> I'm slipping. And we're going we're gonna to complete it with our souls intact, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we listened to Mission 316 this week, an album that he put out in the mid-90s. Uh, but to talk about Mission 316, we needed a very special guest to help us with it. So friends, let me introduce her right now. She is a stand-up comedian. You've seen her on Conan. You can catch her special on Netflix or her podcast, Self Helpless. Folks, give it up for Taylor, Taylor Hashtag Taylor time. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Thanks what for the intro here. with that the intro music. Everyone deserves. Oh. This is the intro you've been waiting for all your life. I actually do feel great. <laughs> what if later? Like, I'm dancing like it's a joke, but I feel amazing. <laughs> well, it would be amazing if later tonight, when you go up at the Laugh Factory, this is your walk-on music. Like the guy's like, I don't know. I think she's gonna be on Good Christian Fun. We gotta do it. We gotta play it. That guy is good. Yeah, oh my gosh. No, if they played me on stage like this, I wouldn't need to go on stage anymore. I'd be like, oh, that's right. God loves me unconditionally. Yeah, yeah. I don't need, I don't need do you. This. I don't need you, strangers at 10 p.m. on a Monday. And honestly, I'm glad you said that, Taylor, because that was my thought watching Joker is, you know what? Now that would have happened if someone had told the Joker about the big Joker in the sky. That's God <laughs> and his son, Lord Jesus Christ. That is Joker's son. He who knew no jokes uh, became a joke. So did you guys become... like it? Because I didn't make it through the whole no, thing. No, no, no. you. Care for it no, you made a good call. Well, you also left for safety reasons, I think. That I was, was like, feeling uneasy. Yeah. yeah. Um... No, I did not like it. There were I I enjoyed some of the look of things or like the feel, but ultimately yeah. I walked out of that being like, "Yep, check that off the list." That was 
Yeah. yeah. Did my I chore. Think, uh, did you see it with people? <laughs> I saw it with my husband. Yeah. Okay. I and saw yeah, it by it was, myself like an insect. That's so did I. No, that's not how you should <laughs> see it. I'm the guy suspect. that made people. What's yeah, that? Yeah. You're for sure the lone shooter suspect in that situation. And I understand why. Yeah. Now, I did read a great Deadspin article about the movie called You're Not Going to Remember Any of This Shit, <laughs> <laughs> which is about how it's actually not a great or the worst movie you've ever seen. It's actually a thoroughly unremarkable movie that doesn't deserve any amount of this discourse that we've given it which is actually guys that's actually the ultimate joke (laughs) is how much time we've spent talking about it Mm. you know what the ultimate joke is what's that uh, Satan's Salvation. work. Okay. <laughs> Satan's work. That movie did feel like an act of Satan. Yeah. Hey. A lot of it was just, you know, it Subpar. was so negative. I mean, oh, I, yeah. when when I'm like alone on the road too, like I had another comic tell me like, don't see that alone on the road. And I was like, I can handle it. And then I got yeah. out there and I was like, I think I am Joaquin Phoenix. Like, <laughs> where you just get like too sad in there. You're just like, oh, I am. <laughs> just going back to my La Quinta Inn, like contorting myself <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> so you have like more risk bones yeah. than normal suddenly. You get a call, man, there's been a complaint that you're contorting loudly in your room. What the hell? Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a good movie to see alone or yeah, no. especially when you're maybe already a little vulnerable. I think yeah. I wasn't in that situation and I still felt like, oh God. Like, you're with work. a man that loves you. Yeah, and I still didn't feel safe. I was with a room full of strangers. <laughs> I was with Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I sat in the back on purpose. And so was, did I. Did you? Oh, really? <laughs> so you can back row, baby. That's right. Oh yep. my God. What yeah. time of day did you go? I went on a Saturday matinee. Yeah, see, mm. same. Yeah. I went like 1 p.m. I was like, nobody's gonna, this is not the one that's gonna make the news, right? This is like a pretty- It's like a random theater. Yeah. It is funny, though, that we assume that there's going to be violence because there's violence in the movie. And, you know, because of the Aurora stuff. But but it it would be be like expecting like a lot of uptight arguments happening at Downton Abbey screenings. (laughs) There was an elderly couple that got into an argument about the China in front of me. It's an outbreak in the nation. (laughs) Some of the ushers sat next to me like they were regular people. Did anyone That's see funny. that movie? Yeah. You did? How was it? <laughs> Some world. It was delightful. It was great. Like I, I love Downton Abbey already. And so and the movie was just like more of that. And it was right. It was sweet. It the was trailer nice. was ridiculous. Oh like, yeah. The trailer was like, this is a they made this a movie? It's just dinner. It's just dinner. <laughs> In fact, actually that would be a good show to see on your own, you know, yes. if you're on the road. Cause it's just yeah. like a lovely little like nothing makes you happy and you yeah. can carry on with your life. I should have seen Dang. Judy. I saw Judy was too. That, good? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, that's what I should have seen. I liked it. Also anyway. a little sad, but Well Taylor, thanks so much for joining us on this show. It's my pleasure. What is your history with Christianity or faith or religion or God or all of the above? Oh my gosh, where do we start? Um I grew up very, very Christian. Uh and oh, I Christian, miss it what? so much. What? Um, yeah, you miss it. it. Oh my gosh, I miss it so much. Um, I, yeah, I got to. I grew up really, really Christian, like hardcore. My dad has four daughters, so he's just like all about that. He's a father of daughters. Oh yes, <laughs> yes he is. He knows um, a thing or two about women. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was very strict and uh, very uh, invested in our um, spiritual uh, well-being, and still is. And none of us are really religious anymore which is a shame but they are 
Yes, my dad and my stepmom are still religious. Mm. Um, what number are you in the? I'm first. Four. Okay, which is ridiculous Ooh, that I'm a performer that yeah. I need more attention. That's <laughs> usually us. Yeah, we're the last born. Yeah, Your babies, the, the youngest, yeah. right? Yeah. We're little I don't know, babies. I feel like the middles are also performers in some way too, but yeah. I, think? Mm. I feel like middles are well, usually quiet. That was Malcolm's quiet. story. Yeah. Um, Kim yeah, Kardashian's a middle. middle. Is she? Mm-hmm. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah, but yeah. all to say, you got probably the strictest like level Definitely. of Christianity than your yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I mean not Christianity. I think I got the strictest like academically and like maybe curfew wise and things like that. Oh, okay. But like. Christianity wise, everybody was pretty, uh, got the yeah, same. it was pretty hardcore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were like super involved. I feel like more in our church when we were kids and then my mom passed away when I was eight. And then after that, my dad got remarried and we moved uh, to Southern California and we started going to a church that like really grew and now is like kind of more of one of these like big trying to be like a mega church type mm-hmm. things where like for like two years every sermon was like god's been telling me you guys need to give us more money for mm. a building mm. <laughs> you know where was this geographically again uh this is uh temecula <gasps> i'm from temecula you oh are my. not yeah Shut yeah, up. yeah. Really? I, I grew up i lived in lake elsinore i went to school in marietta oh my gosh where? Do you know calvary chapel yeah marietta that's where i went oh to shut up i went yeah. to temecula valley no way mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's crazy that's so great i was wondering if you were gonna say temecula because i was like this is the only place there's room yes <laughs> like for a mega church to grow in that's Southern exactly California. what it is yeah because when we started going what was there the name was, of the church um well it used to be lamb's fellowship it's actually technically in marietta it used to be lamb's fellowship oh. and now it's center point center point mm-hmm. what uh what exit on marietta Oh my gosh! I don't Caroline. Clinton Keith. I don't. I think it might be Hot Clinton Spring? Keith. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. it might be. I can't remember now. Like I haven't been in a long time. Big. Anyway, Cornerstone yeah. is big. Yeah, Huge. Rancho, Rancho Community is yeah. a big one. Yeah. Is this yeah. a second service episode where we go to all these <laughs> go to like <laughs> churches and do like Small little Yelp inland reviews. empire churches? Yes, <laughs> it's like a mega church for the inland empire. I would basically. get PTSD. I think if I did that. Really? Back there, so, yeah. yeah. So wait, um, I don't know. Is this redundant to ask you guys no, if please. you guys still go to church and do all that? Off and on. Him, Off and him on. a little more. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me a little more. Yeah. How's well, I mean, you're married. How old are you? I'm twenty nine. Nine. Thank you. You I almost said six, six or seven. What? What's wrong with me? <laughs> As a reflex. Wow. You said you were married. You look like you might be 21. Hey, like, I'm sure you get you. that a lot. So <laughs> no, I was like, there's no way. She's yeah. I mean, I was kind of but... married young. I was married at 26. So it yeah. tracks. But yeah. Yeah. yeah so I got yeah. married. Um, but yeah. I feel like a, I'm like a tenuous grasp at this point on what faith is for me right now. Like some days it's good and some days I'm like ambivalent. So yeah. 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 When I got, when I really, when I started like doing stand up full time when I was like, you know, 21, I was doing, I was really clean. I was a really clean comic. The way I started doing stand up comedy is I started in churches. Oh, really? I took a stand up comedy class with my dad at a church in Corona, Crossroads. A little Shonda Pierce in the making. Yes. Stand up comedy (laughs) class at a church in Corona is a tough sentence. By a comedian named Nazareth. Not done with the sentence. (laughs) It's a real, yeah, he's, that's the real guy's real name. Can't make that up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and he had me like start opening for him and like doing churches by myself. And all these little savant is a sure in churches maybe but you're doing like you're doing like 15 minutes for 500 people when you should not be doing that much time but you're also (laughs) learning how to perform really uh squeaky clean i didn't go up in a club until i was 18 i started when i was 16 so i didn't go up in a club until i was 18 
And by that point, I had been to, there's a Christian Comedy Association conference every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, I went to that when I was 16 and 17. And, you know, by the time I was 18, I'd had enough people be like, yeah, you can just make a career as a church comic. And I was almost like, oh, maybe I should just do that. Like, oh, wow. maybe that's my path or whatever. And then I went to a comedy club and I was like, oh, no, this is the this is the shit right here. This is better. And so what, was, I, what was the contrast that made you want to do club stuff more than church stuff? Just it's everyone's there to laugh. Like when you're in a church, you're not if there. There have been some really good. I've done some really great comedy shows at churches because they're like so into it. They're, they're so like really like, rooting for you. Right? They're really yeah. rooting for you they're supportive they're quite frankly starved for uh <laughs> entertainment that doesn't make them feel terrible <laughs> so uh, you know in that way but it's still like it's a huge it just room wise it's a massive ceiling oh i never thought about that yeah, yeah like the what's the deal, are, like, deal, deal. exactly <laughs> for comedy oh yeah it's yeah. not good for comedy there are children there <laughs> they're nervous about you like screwing up and saying the wrong thing even if you're clean if you say anything too dark or too mean or you're just like not doing great like they're very sensitive like deprecating yeah it's yeah, usually yeah. bright you know the a pastor introduced you and it was probably <laughs> terrible where they're just like what was your church uh material that always yeah, I killed? Would love to know this. oh my gosh honestly i tried not to do i didn't really do anything that was specific to church. Like a lot of church comics will have a lot of church material. Yeah, like Christians be like. Yeah, Christians. White like, women pray like. Whereas black men pray like. No, 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 stop. <laughs> That's exactly right. Ugh. The the churchiest joke I had was a joke that I did on Conan a couple years ago, actually, and it was a pretty early on joke about. Uh, I was like, I you know i'm abstinent which means because at the time i was i was like i'm abstinent uh which was so much harder uh than like my f friends that were sexually active because but i would say i would say promiscuous i wouldn't say sexually active uh, -huh. uh because like if they missed their time of the month they were like oh no i'm pregnant but if i missed my time of the month i was like oh no i'm carrying the messiah <laughs> And the craziest thing was that was like, that would murder in churches. It would kill so hard. And I would, ha I would still have people sometimes be like, you cannot do that joke. Like if I were opening for bigger church comics, they were like, you can't do that joke. Cause you say like time of the month and you talk about, I was I'm like, say, it's pro-abstinence. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I love it. I'm on your yeah. side. But the fact right. that you would talk about a period in church. It's exactly. just like, God. Yeah, or when getting <laughs> pregnant and you say promiscuous and people get nervous, but like it really did murder in churches and I was pretty annoyed by that. Like, <laughs> I was like, come on, you guys. And you just can't do, yeah, you just can't do anything darker or like more. It's, it and if you leave don't, a lot of room, it doesn't leave a lot of room. And if you're not like a dude who's married with kids, it's kind of hard. Like you can't go in and talk about, cause I did, I did jokes about like dating and prom and like self-deprecating. Prom. Like, even being self-deprecating was hard cause they'd feel bad for you. Yeah. yeah a lot, so of not laughing. And, yeah. lot of awes and just like, no, oh, you'll go to prom someday. And it's like, no, I graduated. I know. Like it's, you know. <laughs> I went to a squeaky clean comedy show one time. Where? Uh, and at the Irvine Spectrum. Oh, they have, like, yep, a I've done that one. There. I can't have? believe you went yeah. to that. I can't either. Well, it was, it was like my mom organized it for my brother's birthday. So like we as a family went and oh. she was just like, you know, a comedy show and I don't have to worry about them getting blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was Christian comedians, like a hundred percent. Was they it didn't, Jim Taylor's show? They didn't show? bill it like that. It might've been. Yeah. Uh, that sounds likely. They were uh, doing church jokes? Yeah, but there were like 
eight or nine comedians that went. It was like a lot. And they murdered. The room was dead. They were just so happy. They were like insanely joking. And, And multiple comedians like preached at the end of their set too. Really? And still people were like, yep. Oh Keep my it gosh! So <laughs> couldn't you know we've had enough. fun here tonight, but all that laughter is meaningless without <laughs> salvation. <laughs> kind of. Oh well, I guess one of them. She she just kind of went into like that rolling talking of like, and the Lord Jesus Christ said, "I am the blood, and you are the blood, and you." Live, oh yeah, blah, that blah, starts blah, blah, blah. slow clap. Yeah, yeah. Like a thirty. Yeah. <laughs> they start clapping over the words. Yeah, like yeah. a slow build, and it was just all about like, this is why I do this or something. Oh like that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was like part of the class, I think. At one point, um, we took the class twice. And the second time he was like, yeah, he's like, if you feel moved to do an altar call at the end of your set, like when you're doing... But only if you feel moved. Yeah, but only if you feel moved. He always did. Like Nazareth always did one, I feel like. Yeah, oh, he always did. Did it work out for him? Do you think he... uh, People were always coming up. Yeah, I think he got some souls. Yeah. Job Lazarus. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Lazarus? Is what Nazareth. Nazareth. Close. Close, close. Nazareth, close. come forth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a very, uh, it was weird. And then I was in kind of both worlds for a while until I was, I think like 22 is when I like hard stopped doing churches because I did last comic standing uh, when I turned 21. And That's on so the young. show, they billed me as like a church comedian. Oh. And I had asked them like, please don't. I was like, they're like, we want to film you at a church. And I was like, That's cool. And I had been hired to do a Mother's Day service in oh. Ohio. I've oh. I had never performed at a morning service before. I, and of course, when I'm on a reality TV show, that's when that's I get booked <laughs> for a bunch of money. So I'm like, okay. So they're like, we really want to come to this one that we found on your website. And I was like, I would really rather you guys just like film me, film me at a college. Like I do a lot of colleges. And they were like, no, we think this is like a better story. And I was like, okay, just please don't make me a church comedian. Cause that's not what I'm trying to do. Like I'm a clean comedian. That's great. Like I can do that, but I'm, I'm trying to be a like, secular comedian <laughs> and um, i just gotta chill hearing those I words know, together. right i just want you know you don't want to be even even people who are described as clean i think are like eh, just call me a comedian so uh they came and they filmed me and they were like feeding me lines of like can you just do one sound check where you're like are you there god it's me taylor and i was like i'd rather not they're oh, like just one we won't boy. use it and of course they do <laughs> they use it. yeah when you like don't know that people lie to you um <laughs> and it came i was so embarrassed and then um i got a but but i got a fair amount of church work out of it for the next year and then when i was 22 i was opening uh for a big uh uh, Christian comic uh, Tim Hawkins, if you know who oh, he is, I know Tim, yeah. you could do a whole you could do a whole episode on Tim probably. Oh, mm-hmm. He crushes it. Yeah, 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 really? yeah, yeah. And um, they uh, there was like a tweet I had that was like some innuendo, and they they called me and they were like, we just can't have you on tour with us. Can I ask what the tweet was? The tweet was a joke that I did on Conan also, so it all worked out. Is <laughs> uh, is oh I'm I'm a wild animal in bed way more afraid of you than you are of me (laughs) and that was too much they were just like look we think you're funny but like you know it's just we got kids that come to these and i was like oh if i can't even tweet something that like tame tame i do not want to deal with this anymore and Uh i had already felt bad for like a year i was like because i wasn't even that i wasn't even dirty but i would occasionally swear on stage Mm -hmm. and like i remember i i was like working on a set just at like flappers and they posted a video and somebody found it and sent it to like 
team hawkins in an email was like is this the type of comedian you and all i said in it was you know when people like act like a dick at starbucks or whatever like say just that was it that was the only thing i said yeah oh man and they were like and they let that one go but then (laughs) then the tweet was too much for them and uh and yeah once that happened i was like and i'm like such a good i was like such a good kid i'd never been fired from anything Mm. and they were nice about it it's not like they were like screw you you're going to hell but um (laughs) i was just like i never want to feel like i i just never want to feel like this again i never want to feel like i'm like a bad christian or i'm not i don't want to be held to this standard with comedy it's like too scary and uh i just had to like tell all my reps i was just like hey i told my manager at the time i was like i cannot do churches anymore and then she'd come back and be like it's for this much money and i'm like i cannot do it It, there's no amount of money don't ever talk to me about church offers because like i can't you have to be that all the time all the time they really they just want you to be that all the time i mean and again if you're married with kids and you're whatever like it's I'm sure a lot easier like you know Dustin Dustin Nickerson who you guys had on is a good friend of mine and like he is that thing like Mm. he is you know Christian and family man and all those things but like you know guys like uh like John Christ who's like huge now like he's like a young guy who you know I used to work with and I just saw him a couple weeks ago and like I cannot imagine how hard that is the scrutiny on that yeah yeah just to be like like how do you even date like how do you just you're this like Christian icon in the Christian entertainment world now? Well, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, how is it, Kevin? you don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, to be Christian icon, yeah. you can only get married. You can't date. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I tell people on apps. He's like, no dates. I'm not looking for dates. Just I'm only looking for it. DTE down to engage uh, at this point. I gotta go straight to that step. DTF mm. down to forever. Yes, down to forever. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. DTF date. Okay. Um, <laughs> Less beautiful. <laughs> what, uh, like, what was your journey, like, personal faith wise, as you were like going through all this comedy stuff and your family and everything? Um, I think being in comedy you're around i mean i grew up growing up so religious and like kind of sheltered i think i didn't meet a lot of people who were not that Mm -hmm. and so when i started doing comedy i'm like hanging out with you know drug addicts in their 40s like you know things like people you would never interact with as a 19 year old uh christian girl and yeah from Temecula, you probably find some people you could probably but yeah if you go to old town on friday night the only thing to do how do you get there caroline (laughs) You take uh, What's the oh, exit oh, Rancho. <laughs> ah, there we go. Right, got yep. it. Right. Rancho, yep. California. You got it. Um, and uh, Temecula is pretty happening now. There's like a breakfast place called Toast. Like they're doing it. Yeah, they have some nice coffee places now. They do. It's a nice place to grow up. It's and not then just leave. stampede anymore. It's not just stampede anymore. This sounds sad. Stampede. It's <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I go back to see my parents and we like go out for dinner or something, and there are people working there I went to high school with, I'm just like, oh no. <sighs> you just stayed don't get out what happened oh it's so sad um but uh yeah i think i just was exposed to a lot of different people and like i dated someone who was like an atheist which i was like i'm never gonna do that and then i did that and i was like oh they're like good people who are atheists like what i didn't know you could have everything Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) you can have it all (laughs) morality and atheism yeah i was like that's not fair um I just I think I was really like kind of closed minded from I was I was not like an open minded Christian at all. And then um, I sort of just for a few years, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know. 
I don't know if I buy into everything the Bible says. And if that thing that everyone says is like, oh, if part of it's not true, then all of it's not true. And I was like, well, if that's true, then I don't know. And then I'm like, okay, maybe some of it's symbolic and whatever. And I really like wrestled with it for a long time. And now I'm kind of at a place where like, I feel like I don't want to spend my whole life trying to figure out what happens when I'm dead. Like that's where I'm kind of at with it where I'm like, if I want to believe in God, I'm just going to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, and I'm not going to try to figure out exactly how to do that. And I felt like that was kind of, that's how I felt growing up. I felt like I was always sort of trying to figure out how to not mess up my salvation, which is not how everybody experiences it or grows up. And it depends a lot on your family and the church you grew up in and all those things. But for me, that was my personal experience. And I was so terrified of hell all the time. And, um, like Pete Holmes gave me that Rob Bell book and I read it. And I was like, oh, this is so much nicer. The Love Wins. Yes. I was yes. like, this is a way nicer way so of thinking about it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I really, it never made sense to me, the hell thing. I was like, but he likes us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it now where I'm just like, I, I don't know that I'll ever be like, I'm a Christian again, but I'm not like closed off to faith or anything. And like when things get hard, I'm, I'm like, I should. I should probably pray about this. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But I also just don't know. And like, I think there was probably a degree of, uh, not to get too heavy, but like when you lose a parent and everybody's praying for you and them to get better, you're like, oh, so bad shit still happens. Mm -hmm. Even if you pray about it really hard and even if you do everything right. And then you spend all these years going like, okay, this is why God did that. And he'll reveal it to me later and I'll figure it. And it's like, it's just it was mentally exhausting for me to and I think my dad was a little bit angry with he's told me this that he was a little bit angry with God for a little while where he's like why would you do it you know like yeah, come like, on what, bro what good are you gonna <laughs> ro- like ring out of this situation yes pretty exactly. much it's like a lot of havoc yeah yes exactly yeah. and I mean if you're a positive person you can always find like the good thing I think that comes out of it mm-hmm. um, but that's different from believing in a God that's like no he killed this person so that I would understand exactly the, and like having that like weird Yes. Gaslit, inflected relationship yeah. with yeah. a higher power. Loving an abusive God doesn't like it doesn't help your sense of self very well. Yeah. yeah. Although you know what? Like, did you you saw that video with Colbert, right? With Anderson Cooper. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. His that... just. I, I'm trying to remember what his gist generally was. But so it's a kind of like and, it helps me understand others better in a way I couldn't have. Yeah. So the and probably a lot of the listeners have heard it and you've seen it right yes but it was basically he gave a print interview like three or four years ago where he says the punishments of god are gifts as well colbert said that in print you told an interviewer uh that you have learned to in your words love the thing that i most wish had not happened um i remember you went on you went on to say uh what what punishments of god are not gifts do you really believe that Yes. It's a gift to exist. It's a gift to exist. And with existence comes suffering. There's no escaping that. And I guess I'm either a Catholic or a Buddhist when I say those <laughs> things, because I've heard those from, from both traditions. But I didn't learn it that I was grateful for the thing I most wish hadn't happened, is that I realized it. Mm-hmm. 
is that, and it's a, it's an odd, oddly guilty feeling. It, it doesn't mean you. I don't are want. Happy I don't want it to have happened. I want it to not have happened. Right. But if you are grateful for your life, which I think is a positive thing to do, um, <laughs> yeah. not everybody is, right. and not, I'm not always. Um, but it's the most positive thing to do, then you have to be grateful for all of it. It's, you can't pick and choose what you're grateful for. And then, so what do you get from loss? You get awareness of other people's loss. Well, that's true. Empathy. Which allows you to connect with that other person. Right. Which allows you to love more deeply and to understand what it's like to be a human being, if it's true that all humans suffer. Right. And so, at a young age, I suffered something so that by the time I was in serious relationships in my life with friends or with my wife or with my children is that I have some understanding that everybody is suffering and however imperfectly acknowledge their suffering and to connect with them and to love them in a deep way that not only accepts that all of us suffer but also then makes you grateful for the fact that you have suffered so that you can know that about other people and that's that's what I mean it's it's about the fullness of your humanity. Mm. What's the point of being here and being human if you can't be the most human you can be? I'm not saying best, because you're going to be a bad person and mm. a most human. I want to be the most human I can be. Mm. And that involves acknowledging and ultimately being grateful for the things that I wish didn't happen, because they gave me a gift. And people, like, really connected. And I connected to that. And the way he, like, unraveled that in the conversation felt attractive as a philosophy or a mindset yeah. because he lost his father and two brothers in that plane crash. So and he talked about how that was like a pathway to deeper join empathy with other people. Mm -hmm. Is that different you think from like what a lot of people are taught about loving God, even when he does stuff that's like feels real shitty. If he is in control of that stuff, I don't know because it feels like, that one belief is unpopular, but then stuff like the Colbert interview going viral makes it seem like that is popular as well, and not just with like an insular Facebook bubble of conservative people that never left Temecula. Like, right? it, it feels like it's also popular with like people, other people, yeah. and, and yeah. people that we would be friends with. So, I guess it's just a shade different for me. Like the difference between God uh, willingness in my life to teach me a lesson versus Using this happened, it. and like. I will make the best of it by connecting better with other people. And like, that's a gift in a way. Yeah. You know, or maybe taking the possessive out of like the punishments of God are gifts or it's not like it's God's gift. Yeah. Like God like, isn't. Yeah. And it can be that a gift to me. Yeah. yeah. In, in, a, in a, in a different way. Yeah. yeah. I maybe. feel like the punishment is the punishment, punishment seems, is a hard punishments. The wrong word. Yeah, right? yeah. I feel like what I was told was more like, Maybe this is something my dad said. It was like it was never like God's punishing you. It was like bad things happen because there's sin in the world, and and I'm like, but God can fix everything, so why wouldn't yeah, He just it fix it? Like, but so how is God neutral? Now right, on and this? then yeah. yeah, I think his response was always like, well, if the if the world were perfect and everything was great, then this would just be heaven. So that's like, why. And right, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm that listening was, to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hear that, and it would be like, and so we would never choose to believe in God. And I was like, okay, well, shitty God, then you know, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if I need like hardship or like shitty stuff to happen in order to yeah. like him, like that's not. I know God I kind it. of treats us the way I treat guys that want to date me, where I'm like. <laughs> prove it 
yeah. prove you like yeah, me. Yeah, get, a, get a job. Here's some hardship. <laughs> I think there's a way to weave God into the tragedy. I, I'm sure yeah. you speak better on that more than I could. But uh, without without making God an abuser or God or someone that does like dole out tragedy as a as a way of lessons. Yeah. Right. And, and there are people that like get a hard on for the wrath of God. Like yeah. like people like Piper, they're like, oh, it's so glorious how hell exists. Yeah, you know? I'm not even going to entertain that right. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's like, that's not that's it. That's like a whole yeah. different breed of it. Yeah. But. Well, and so many, you got to think you deserve it on uh, some level. Yeah. Right. Well, and also growing up in Temecula, you're like, oh, I mean, my mom died, but then these were all the good things that came out of it. And now I'm in this great place. It's like some people just have terrible lives. Like sometimes terrible things just happen your whole life and then you're dead. Your whole so life. how do you, you know, it's, it's, it is a very privileged mindset to be like, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And God did this so that this other thing could happen. It's like, yeah, it's like, and I still have my house, and right? I have my school and my friends, and yeah. my health, my health care. Like, good my for you, dog. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So infrastructure. You, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that I I always went back to because I could never like logic myself into any explanation that made sense to me was just like i guess we'll know when we know i guess we'll know when we find out Mm -hmm. like that was kind of what everyone said is like i don't understand why this happened but i guess god will explain it to me when i get up there but it sounds like you you're you've pretty much abdicated yourself of any anxiety over like wrestling with the issue in the present day oh i mean i'm terrified of death like i don't think that goes away i think I think church can really instill a very real fear of death in you if you're like, if they lean on hell, which my upbringing did, like really, I mean, I told my grandma like a couple, not even that long ago, like a couple years ago, I was just like, I was like crying. I was like, I don't think I'm a Christian anymore. And she was just like, well, we st-, I was like, I just don't want to be like kicked out of our family. And she's like, we're going to kick you out of our family. I was like, yeah, but you think I'm going to hell. And she was like, yeah. yeah. And she was just like, I don't know what to say to that. Oh, I know because she does like they do. you have to try yeah I was like well I'm gonna wow. go because I'm, I'm gonna see you at Christmas and I'm gonna be a laugh and I'm gonna be funny and you're gonna love me but in the back of your head there's a switch that goes like yeah but you're not yeah you're not here forever or you're gonna be waiting for me to like see the light like right. that's been a thing which is how queer people feel all the time with christians that don't <laughs> affirm them yeah you know my I mean? one yeah. of my sisters is gay and my dad like will not meet their partner like w- really truly just thinks it's like a phase or something oh boy and you're like well they are never going to return to this now mm. with like how lovingly. you've treated yeah them yeah yeah Hell was pretty real in like my yeah. understanding of Christianity for a long time too. But church can create uh, the, on one end of the spectrum that kind of fear of death and like, oh, maybe I'm not saved. And 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 the Christian life is like running across a field with like a spoon that has an egg yes. in it and trying not to <laughs> drop it. Like, well, okay, and, and then I repented. Okay, and I dodged this. Jerking yeah. off. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> all about it. Uh, but then it can, cre- on the other end of the spectrum, it can create a real lust for death and like, ooh, ooh baby, true. when all things are reconciled. Fucking relief. I can't <laughs> wait to die and go to heaven. Oh, God. I really miss the comfort. I miss the comfort of um, 
being like what the times that i did believe it like mm -hmm. when i said i feel like i obsessively asked for salvation because i was oh, like yeah. there's no way it's just that easy that you ask for it i'm like i'm just right. gonna keep asking <laughs> and, and, it, and it can't hurt can't hurt to can't, renew no, no i think it's like a a real um like ocd tick that yes. a lot of kids got yeah. from that idea that if you said oh my god you could lose your salvation that's interesting you know? and how much of ocd so a lot of people yeah like children. for real like i've read about it yeah that would just like constantly throughout the day inside their mind be like i, I pray that i'm saved by the lord jesus christ you know going yes. on and on because of that fear yeah <laughs> like, i'll just slip mm. and i'm dead I, and i'm in hell yeah every oh, and when your parents are like when you can't even say like are ghosts real they don't go like no they're just like well demons are like that kind yeah. of thing is terrifying <laughs> no, but a much worse scarier version of the thing you're Far asking realer. Uh -huh. real. yeah and more sinister <laughs> oh my gosh for so much of my childhood i had to say out loud in my bedroom i cast satan and all of his demons in hell out Aww. of this house in the name of the blood of jesus christ f like three times like Do you want to hear mine so many yes i want to hear yours um in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command you to leave. Yes, I love that. Over and over. You want to hear mine? Yes. yes. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> what is that? It's, is it's a die. It's just something? the first thing that came to mind from Fight Club. <laughs> okay. Stupid. So stupid. Fight Club. I don't love that movie. You love Tyler Durden. No, come on. I don't have a poster of him hanging above my bed on the ceiling. You're a 30 year old white man. You love it. You I love know. Joker and you love Durden. Oh, come on. <laughs> Oh, oh i feel so, for you that's yeah. so that's awful yeah. yeah no that's good i'm so glad you also had one queued up that oh, makes yeah. me feel so much better oh yeah it's oh, crazy did your friends tell you like demon stories growing up that like fucked you up a little bit um probably yeah okay. i feel like yeah like in church there would be i, I definitely like i still have like pretty bad nightmares if i don't take an edible every night oh and really? i'm sure that's part of it and oh, it's just the anxiety man. of it yeah. yeah you should try that i used Do you to have nightmares uh i would yeah i mean i, I don't think they're like chronic necessarily uh -huh. How but, often? I, but for a while it was like if i pray before i go to sleep i don't get nightmares really which felt kind Ooh. of shitty of god to not, not, like help me out That's there wild. yeah but for real Whoa. it was like it kind of was a pattern that was pretty consistent like if uh. i prayed for safety because after a while i was like nightmares are demons tormenting me Oof. while i'm unconscious oh because I can't watch them anymore like oh, I am until I fall asleep. Oh, and that's then... some real screw tape lever letters shit right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. Wormwood not, in your brain. Wormwood's not cute. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's a white face in the corner of my it's closet. Wormwood fucks, actually. <laughs> Put that in the song. <laughs> Wormwood fucks. I demand fucks. it. You demand it? Yes. You call Malala on me and I have to put in the song? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you said I could. Wormwood fucks. Uh. Very oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been. I I go to church like on Christmas now, like in the last at few home years. in Temecula. Yes, and mm. uh, and it's or as I like to call it, recruitment night. Um, <laughs> Christmas and Easter are like such a production. <laughs> yeah, they're like we flew in a chandelier and there's a light show Whoa. and so someone's doing an interpretive <laughs> dance and there, sign up sheets first everywhere. Yeah, just, exactly. Like, under your chair on your pants. Oh, somehow. it's so it's so hip now. You go back. We got this like hot young worship team okay, and it's just there's a drum there's like a drum shell that they're the drummers oh yeah in. yeah yeah oh like it's clear yeah clear. Uh, oh it's I mean, a barrier who amongst us hasn't had a worship leader i'm gonna crack cry. open that oh all of us about that come on oh my gosh are you serious lead us yes. dan <laughs> take me <laughs> yeah i'll i'll chris his tomlin i'll tell you that ah. much what <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. have you ever checked out churches in la 
No, I haven't. I've thought about it. I really haven't, though. Jeremy Carter. I barely know her. No, that's not it. Never mind. Forget. Move Jeremy on. Carter. Move on. Move on. Move on. I was There's thinking of Jeremy cool Camp. Never mind. <laughs> whenever, whenever I, whenever I drive, ooh, Jeremy Camp. Good. I got. Uh, every time I drive by one that has like that says like church in rainbow letters, I'm like, maybe I should, you know, check out a cool church. I mean, my my aunt and uncle like started a church and they are very cool christians like mm. i've seen like my uncle uh preach and like he's he's pretty cool yeah um but yeah and i know it's like that is out there and again like reading that rob bell book this year was like me being like okay i can open back but for a long time i think i had some i think i had some resentment mm-hmm. towards how much like the absence thing really did fuck with me a lot to the point yeah. where you're the only person of whom that? that's true yeah I, I can't relate <laughs> to that at all um <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it if you want you don't have to i mean we don't have to but uh, did I it mean, fuck with you uh, absolutely yeah 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 but yeah here's the uh the joke i do on stage about it is like being abstinence like being a starbucks kiosk you're like look we don't do everything here but we get the job done <laughs> <laughs> like it was sure. so we had a we had two friends that were mormon who got married like right out of high school and we were all debating for years like i had friends that were like they did not do anything i'm like there is no chance that they did nothing like <laughs> give me a break and yeah. they finally came to a show uh of mine like last year and they i was like did you guys fuck and they're like we really didn't and i'm like but and they're like yeah we're doing everything else i was like okay, <laughs> okay. so let's just make sure yeah 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 no, yeah. Well, well it's yeah. terrifying i mean i i listened to this podcast um after i broke up with like my college boyfriend when i was 19 who we were like in that place of like we were like well we're gonna get married because we touched each other <laughs> and um i listened to this podcast that was like basically like a youth group like a college group sermon every week and they would always talk it was like all about just don't touch each other and i remember they said at one point they would like answer questions and the guy was like uh guys ask like can they masturbate and he's like what i do is i pray for a wet dream for (gasps) relief (gasps) interesting because that is that the saddest thing you've ever That's heard. That's the biological idea is that. The loophole there. <laughs> yeah. To pray un- for a wet dream. I probably have to go to the laundromat but tomorrow. But for relief. <laughs> but for relief. You yeah. know, not for enjoyment or pleasure. No. Or well, it's not enjoy. It's just like, well, okay. Well, I have a chore now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrific. <laughs> it's laundry day. Yeah. yeah. It's laundry- well, it wasn't laundry day. It is now. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Oh, well, and it's man, hard to overcome. so bad. Yeah. It's hard to overcome all that, like, deep rooted stuff of like oh like they used to tell us in youth group like if you have sex before marriage the person that had sex with you does not respect you you don't respect them and you're both the type of people that will cheat on each other because you have no self-control clearly whoa whoa so like that's every relationship i'm in yeah yeah where i'm just like oh well if they like once someone has sex with me there's just that's in my brain of like they don't respect me they're gonna cheat on me whatever like it's crazy and for Mm. women it's like that's all they wanted from me yep now they don't need me anymore yeah so yeah we're good yeah yeah do you feel like uh not specific to any relationship you've had but do you feel like if you could go back again what how would you talk about sexuality different you think like growing up and in college and in church and stuff like to me individually or like to girls in general with people because i feel like what's been helpful for me the last like four to five years is being able to talk about it in frank ways with 
people of uh, people that I might be attracted to, but mm-hmm. like then demystifying it in conversation. So it is like, oh yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not a monster who's disgusting because if I am, then you are. But then we can like level out the playing field of this conversation. So we're not like super horny for each other secretly, but you can just talk about the way that you would talk to like peers or friends. Like when you're dating? And I, I just mean to anybody because oh. because a huge part of this is is segregating it to genders yeah. uh, within the church of like yeah. guys talk about cranking your hog all the time to other guys <laughs> and girls talk about how they feel like animal or maybe they like, don't even talk about it. No, no. Uh, it was just like girls. clothing control. For yeah. The yes. most part. Yeah. And yeah. then like, yeah, just needing God to love you more than me. <laughs> yep. So maybe it's an impossible question to ask, but I yeah. get, maybe that's just my way of volunteering that like, I feel like having non exciting, but like frank and human and oh, funny yeah. conversations with people mm-hmm. just demystify, like with everything, like yes. just like secure attached uh, relationships with people that you might be attracted to of whatever gender that is. Right. Otherwise it's just like super helpful for not feeling all that stuff right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i think so i mean i think with me because of um i think i have a real fear of like the cheating and infidelity thing because of all of that and i think it makes me feel more comfortable when the person i'm with is like yeah of course like i'm gonna be tempted at times but i'm never gonna do that you know like i dated somebody who was like well i would never cheat on you and then would put himself in situations where he could like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. where I'm like oh you're like you can't be like delusional about it like you know what I mean like and I feel like to be honest like yeah it's there but no right which I feel like sometimes in church like maybe there are scandals because people are so like well I would never do that and it's Mm -hmm. like you gotta you're a person just like everyone else Yeah, yeah like you there's like this idea in church like I'm not even attracted to other people because I'm married and it's like getting married doesn't mean you're never gonna be attracted to another human being again Mm -hmm. but that's what was like hammered into us and so the fact that you could be with somebody and attracted to other people was like so heinous and that idea that you're like a monster like really any degree of sexuality like you can't even voice it because then it would like give it validity and then you do have to like yeah people will deal with you yeah (laughs) like it came out or something yeah Yeah. and it's hard because i do i do still like i like i like portions of it like i like that i think intimacy is like special and i'm you know i have that relationship with it but i also you know it does make it it does make it really hard like just the feelings of worthlessness surrounded surrounding Mm. it but i think you know you just have to I think if you can appreciate with anything with your upbringing, really, but with yeah. this stuff, especially like if you can appreciate the the good of it and the stuff that's protected you and served you and also recognize the things that aren't serving you or protecting you anymore and just kind of like, I mean, this podcast is such a good example of you guys appreciating what you like about it and also being like, I can say crank your hog and Excuse I'm me? not a bad no, person. I can uh, do crank my hog. Can I bleep that out? <laughs> Sorry. I can't. Freak I don't have to just say. It. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we're true. very cafeteria Christianity on the Good yeah. Christian yeah. podcast. Like that's such a good yeah. point. Leave what you want to take what you need. Well, you're realistic because the thing is, everybody's like that, and some people are just more like honest about it. Mm-hmm. I feel that way too. There's yeah. stuff where it's like you don't actually believe that you're just kidding. Yes, because you're not living like you do. Yes. So just be honest about it and like make peace with it in a way where you can like accept it as a part of your life or not a part of your life and be honest with other people about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
If only there was some sort of season dedicated to sex positivity oh in some way where we could <laughs> and it's all passed. join to... Oh, no. no it's Frisky good. I loved fall it. 2019 it's maybe coming frisky. any day um, now. Yeah. I would say going back to your question that maybe like the best solution for all of this was just reminding anybody who was leading youth or like even to the kids themselves was like there is no one size fits all sexuality yes. here. Hmm. For some of us, like it was more comfortable to not have too much intimacy because... Yes. This felt especially, you know, like mine in a way, you know, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to do anything with it. And that maybe worked for me. Yeah. Uh, it also kind of didn't, but maybe it kind of did. And then for some people, they get the opposite problem where they feel like scummy, slutty people for wanting touch and feeling like even though it wasn't a problem for them necessarily. So like allowing everyone to find their own like happy medium temperature mm-hmm. instead of just like let's negotiate which um pelvic movements are allowed when you're dating yes. versus not and like where hands can go and can't and like all that stuff that was just like legalism at the end of the day and not helpful at all um yeah. did you ever hear the spider-man kiss no Please principle is that you could kiss but you, your bodies couldn't touch like the upside down spider-man yes. kiss not oh upside down but your bodies couldn't touch <laughs> and also you I, have to like, be upside down <laughs> i heard it's like, like leaning in like two precious moments dolls i know <laughs> well and at one point <laughs> i at one point i think i heard it on that podcast where they were like you can ki-, they were down to like you can kiss closed mouth under 30 seconds oh my god no <laughs> No bathing suit area touching. I was like, oh my gosh, this is... Her- That's what it feels like kind of grew up. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, Because also the other thing that you want to say is like when you keep it too generic and like veiled and you won't say what things are, that's also scary and like yes. not helpful. You know, right. just like no heavy petting. And I'm like, is that jerking him off or is that like right. a butt touch? I don't like know. Petting? Yeah. What's yeah. the difference? What's the way to yeah. What do they say? Uh, is I remember one time someone asked our youth pastor like is oral sex sex and he's like is Chinese food food? And well, you're like that's a pretty good argument. Ooh, that's check and make. I mean it's pretty good. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. I mean I, I don't know anybody who I truly do not know anybody who waited and did not do anything. Like that is just And did not do anything. Hmm. I mean I unless sure it's like an arranged there. marriage. Like I had friends who didn't kiss till they got married. What? You do? Yeah. Did you ever hear that but was they like a standard bearing thing? <laughs> no kiss, but they were just, <laughs> just tugging all night long. Oh, it's brutal. Like, no kissing, but a lot of <laughs> No anal. show of affection. Yeah. No enjoyment of it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't kiss till they, they got married. Are they still together? Yeah. Are their eyes dead when you see them? Name, name. Are they Just happy? I can't. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to make I know. I, I mean, uh, who, who knows, but. It's That's fun to speculate. So impressive. I I feel like that was like the gold standard of abstinence. Oh, it's like, hey, yeah. if you can handle no it, kissies. no kissing, no you know, state courtship. Yeah, straight into marriage, basically. Oh man! Mm. And then you do your kingdom mission together. Your kingdom mission. That's bring, it's bring an insane sex down. position. Ah! Uh, it's like worse than missionary position. I'll just say this: she's the crown, <laughs> <laughs> and you're the king of ki- uh, you're the king of queens, Kevin James. <laughs> You have to be Kevin James. That's right. Oh my gosh. You have to. Yeah. He's funny. That's, uh, impre- that's so romantic. It really is like, I had a thing for a long time where I was like, I mean, that is like probably the best way to do it. <laughs> like that's the most romantic way to do it is to wait. But who can do that? So few people. Well, I, and I think like 
looking back now, I'm like, that's such a, um, that's such a sweet, like slice of love and romance and everything. And it's just like made ugly, I think by a lot of our beliefs, you know, it's not ugly until, I mean, after you're married, it's not ugly. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? There can be reverse shame for that sort of thing. Like there's, there's such a, of course, such a beauty in like the sexual things you share. And in fact, if you go so many years without any of that in your relationship, like you're missing a big piece of who that human is. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's like a real big piece. (laughs) <laughs> some pieces all right come on stop looking at me <laughs> yeah well, and when you hear those terrifying stories about i mean i feel like it's usually women who like wait with people who do wait until marriage and then they feel this overwhelming guilt even after they're married yeah i've heard so many like friends so or, yeah. or don't have orgasms for like yeah. three years don't know what an orgasm or, yeah. feels like yeah like couldn't yeah, or yeah, or it just like wasn't ever stressed as something important. Yes, that's also yeah, terrifying. I will say, so I don't think that's helpful either. I used to do a joke about this, but I will say, um, when I uh, was not having sex, but I was sexually active, I was the only one of my friends like getting off, like because I feel like if you are giving getting giving up heaven. You're like, I'm going to get mine. I'm also like, going to. You know, <laughs> at like, least. all my friends were having like shitty sex and I'm just like, you're going to hell and you didn't even finish? Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That oh, yeah. sucks. I know. So. I, I was talking to my friend the other night and she was like, what advice would you give yourself from like 10 years ago if you were like 19 or whatever? And I was like, I would have told her like, kiss some more. Like, it's yeah. not as big a deal as you think it is. More you know, kisses. you wouldn't enjoy it. In fact, I think you'd have a good time. I know, isn't funny to think about a time when I was kisses so terrified. were like, and, like, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't terrified i was just like i'm wise <laughs> like i will retain yeah this for you, a special time you reframed your self-imposed chastity as like the utmost virtue it's like maturity yeah. basically like, yeah because yeah, i get it yeah. i'm a 12 year old who gets it or whatever a 19 year old 18 year old well thanks for sharing your story Taylor. such a great Thanks discussion so yeah this was up. fun Let's we could do this it. all night we'll be back with carmania 2019 speaking of sexuality <laughs> <laughs> excuse me carmen's not feeling great <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for Carmania 2019, round three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do that for a little uh, A lot of dancing oh in the room God. for nobody. You know what GCS stands for this, mar- this month? Good Carmen fun. Greasy Carmen flows. <laughs> <laughs>
Pretty good now, do you have a Carmen testimony? Did you have any experience? I had no idea who this was oh. at all good when you sent you. it to me. I, I was didn't like, until I did this show. Okay, good because I looked it up and I was like, should I have known? Like <laughs> he has quite the discography, broad catalog. Yeah. Well, yes. what, what was your Christian pop culture experience growing up? What, um, what were you it was into? like Third Day, like oh, yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman, Switch Amy Foot. Grant, yo oh, Switchfoot, yeah, like Reliant Bitchfoot. K, <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> Barlow Girl, Barlow Girl, Super Chick. Yes. I listened to some yes. of that. Did you guys watch the Jonas Brothers documentary? Yes, oh my I just gosh. did. I wish we had. I uh, wish I had asked to do that on this podcast. Oh no! I, I literally didn't even July. think about it. I could not believe. Will I'm you come crazy. back and do it? Yes, okay, I will. Okay, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it because I've been watching. Oh, it you and gotta watch I've it. I've been thinking about it so much. Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> it's great. They used I mean, to go they to have the a- church that I used to go to. Did they? they? Were, yeah, you know. I, I've told you oh, this. Oh, oh, I thought you meant in their hometown, which then I realized it's no, not no, Texas. No, no, so, no, no, yeah. No. Well, you know what? We have a lot of listeners that have a lot of Carmen testimonies. Carmen's really? meant a lot to a lot of people. And wow. through Carmania 2019, which we may, be, may become an annual tradition on the show, every yeah. October we do four weeks of <laughs> oh, Carmen. Oh, no, please, wait. I just automatically was you like, You forgot sure. what the words annual and tradition meant for <laughs> a brief moment. Uh-huh. Uh, but we got this voice memo of a Carmen testimony from a listener named Lindsay. So let's take a listen to that. Hi, this is Lindsay, and I'm from Southern Indiana. And Carmen did very well in Southern Indiana in the 90s. <laughs> he cleaned um, up my here. My very first concert I ever went to when I was five was a Carmen concert. He visited our local arena every couple years on tour, and he would pack the stadium out on tour. People loved him. Um, we had all of his albums. We had all the Yo Kids albums and videos that went with them. I know we had the Riot movie on video. And my mom was actually, I had to look this up on the internet. Um, My mom was a member of his VHS club, which was called Time 2. And he would send you like a VHS tape monthly or every few months. And it was always topical. So there'd be one about gangs or one about the occult. <laughs> what a gang! And it would feature um, oh, his boy. music videos and then interviewing people and his thoughts, I guess, on the topics. <laughs> Got to get my one of those. Very favorite memory involving Carmen also involves my grandmother. And I remember one day, very clearly, she and I were watching a collection of his music videos, and she said to me. He just looks good in anything he puts on. <laughs> Grandma! So, there you have it. Grandma, what's up? Carmania 2019. You're horny for Thanks, Carmen's guys. blazers? Oh. No, but I like it because I'll lead into a, a point I have later about Carmen. It's, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, but we're talking about Mission 316, an album that came out in 1998. It was an album that we did own in the Porter household growing up, and I have wow. internalized a lot of these songs, <laughs> whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> Uh, now you watch some of the music videos for mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. So something to understand about Carmen Taylor is that uh-huh. he's a musical artist, but he's a musical theater artist. It feels oh. like, uh, in, in like, oh, it that hasn't so. done a show. Oh, okay. Not an Andrew Lloyd Webber type, but yeah. I would call him like an entertainer over a musician. Yeah. A Vegas showman. Yeah. This is the greatest show. <laughs> that uh, love that movie. I make no apologies. This is insane. Real talk. If every podcast I did was about the greatest showman, I would be very happy. Um, I could talk about that? that movie for hours. Oh. Uh, did you I, cry? 
I didn't cry, no. Should I have cried? Even rewrite the friggin' stars didn't bring tears to your eyes? I cried uh, watching uh, a friend of mine also loved it, and he, I, I told him to watch it, and he was like, this is great. <laughs> and he sent me a video of them, like, selling the movie to people, which was, like, her singing This Is Me, and they're just in there, and it's so raw and beautiful, and I cried at oh, that. Oh, wow. wow. I know. But anyway, Carmen. She's um, very moving. Very moving, but there. But the songs kind of function less as like songs on an album and more like soundtracks to uh, fanciful music video, uh, yeah. make a wish <laughs> things, <laughs> expeditions. He wants to go to on. Batman so and he did, and he wanted to. Be, he wanted to be Ethan Hunt, and he wanted to go on a little impossible mission, which is what he does on the Mission Three Sixteen music video. I think I attached links in some of the emails. It's okay if you. I did watched know. the courtroom, which is terrifying. Ooh, but the courtroom is wild. Yeah. But uh, Mission 316, we're not going to watch all of it, but just to give you a flavor of what this music video was, this is a 10-minute long music video for a four-minute long song. So there's a storyline. Carmen is a character. There's side oh. characters. Uh, here, here's a little taste of the plot in this. The plot. The entire country is at the mercy of a massive network of propaganda machines. So, once he's in power... Then he can stimulate the economy and the public morale and position himself as the uh, country's savior. Sort of like an angel of light, right? Precisely. Sort of like an angel yeah. of light, so, a uh, phrase we all use for that kind <laughs> of maneuver. You know, the common uh, parlance, uh, <laughs> light Carmen angel. doesn't seem that freaked this, out about this. this. He's, he's just a cool, like, He's right. a cool customer. He's going to take care of it. He's so seen they, it coming. They give him a, a, a message of the gospel of Jesus Christ on a little hard drive. Here's his cue. Page does have its benefits. Well, you see, I programmed a few faces onto the chip, so you can scroll through them. But be careful. Nice fake only accent. Last 15 seconds. <laughs> Very handy. Cable belt. They got you a lot of gadgets. gadgets. Oh, gosh. So it just goes on until it actually does get into the music video part. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic French town. It looks like they probably shot this on the TBN lot in oh, wherever yeah. TBN is. And then there's like giant... TV screens that are just like there is no hope give up God is dead there's a lot of action scenes of Carmen running over bad guys punching bad guys kicking bad guys yeah I mean at that point it's just straight across the plate like this is ruining the song for me. Did you like the song? I did. And I, you know what? I listened to it the first time and I was like, I hate this. And then the second time I listened to it, I was like, this okay. is a banger. <laughs> this is good. You know what makes it? It's that freaking choir, right? Where they're it like, we're on. And it just, at the beginning, kind of sounds like, ooh, is this a new Incredibles movie? Like, it's just. <laughs> what was your overall impression of who Carmen is? On this album, Taylor, what were your overall thoughts? You probably listened to this on the way back from Arizona. I listened to it last week, and oh, then yeah. I had to listen to it again as a refresher oh, on the way back from Arizona. Maybe. Oh my gosh, there are so many. It's just like you know, how, like a lot of times you listen to an album and you're like, every song, you're like, yeah, this is like this all kind of cohesive. This all goes together. It's like a collection in a fashion show. And this album, <laughs> nothing goes together at all yeah it's like going through someone's trash it is like going through someone's trash <laughs> sometimes it's not even him and yeah. that's confusing nope. too yeah you're <laughs> like song. oh my gosh a whole sweater and then the next one you're like this is a fish head okay <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a fish head. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i i mean he's really that's the type of dude you just know thinks a lot of himself like if tony robbins were a christian that could sing it would be this guy and Pentecostal. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a very apt comparison. I think he does have a 
Tony Robinson vibe in a big way. Yeah. yeah. And I do want to talk about, uh, as we get into the album, something that I think we can, uh, at this point, this is week three of mm-hmm. Carmania 2019. Let's define the three genders of Carmen songs. <laughs> the three genders of Carmen songs are one, yo kids. And that's songs for children. Okay. Uh, this would be songs like uh, Do I Do on the album. This one. Where you can imagine like a, a, a team of teenagers or probably preteens coming yeah, up on VBS. and like, come on, guys. Costumes. You guys know the movement. Painted t-shirts. Oh, my yes, God. I say, you <laughs> way. I would put like Riot in this category too. You know, like the instructional song he yeah. used to have. Why was this on this album? Because he had a message he had to share with us, Taylor. It doesn't make sense. Do it I made do. no sense at all. Because that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, this is for children. And I thought this was a pretty adult album. <laughs> the courtroom fucked me up. Right. Okay. Well, yes. this would be I'm another. I'm sorry. I do not care for that song. I did not like it. It put me in a bad place. Song, Ooh, song so is generous for what it, it is. It hit yeah. too close. So the other yeah. genre is uh, Granny Pander, uh, which is like a lot of the <laughs> ballads. Ballad. This yeah. would be a song like We Are Not Ashamed, which is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you feel about you it. You love but it? I think it's incredible. It's a standout. It is the moment. It's real. <laughs> It speaks to me where I am. Listen to the first lyric. Bringing the word of God into the workplace. Some people wonder why we take the chances that we do (laughs) to bring the word of God into the workplace and the school. Oh, my God. (laughs) This one doesn't need to rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) And also our local firehouses. (laughs) (laughs) This is totally, yeah, one of his MAGA songs. And there is a uh, music video that accompanies this where a lot of elderly people do uh, surround him. Oh, oh yeah. Not a shame. So this is like telethon. We need your money. If you call 555 for God, you, which is 50 cents a day, you can... You can you, sign up for Carmen's monthly VHS <laughs> yeah, system, whatever I Whatever that was called. Was there a music video for this? There was a music video for this. Is it just this. him walking down the middle of a street while people join him? Oh, that would be a good. It's yeah. more like Sounds him like in a in a uh, undisclosed celestial place of some sort. Oh, okay. And Sounds like a pretty safe place to not feel ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you get a lot of support. Yeah, you should be in the middle of I don't know. He name checks Keith Green in this. You oh yeah, because in the uh, there's footage in the music video where he shows like all the icons that he is. Oh alike. yes, I remember this now. He was like walking through a gallery of. Photos of like brave Christians. Oh, that is hilarious. Tent revival tonight. Like, you could just feel the grandmas and grandpas at home, like, we're not ashamed. I'm going to forward that email tonight. There's Keith. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have the courage to press forward to all my grandchildren. <laughs> Cut to me not telling my grandma that I changed my email four mu- four years into <laughs> Cut college. to me seeing it in my inbox. See, all these people are not ashamed. You were kind of on the money, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> With that. I mean, I would have rather he was like in in the thick of it. I want him to be in the world. You it's know? so funny. Yeah, that these are the 
These in are like the world, his not emblems. Like they're people that are singing in churches. <laughs> like yeah. concerts. Like you seem ashamed. Martin Luther King Jr. or like Gandhi even or something like that. This guy's not ashamed. This gal's not ashamed. <laughs> they're all not ashamed. Well, that looks like shame. Oh, is uh, that? Who oh, is that? They do show uh, clips of the power team. In this. Oh, that's right. Yes. <sighs> you know, power team, the big oh, wrestling God. boys that would rip phone books for Jesus. Oh, my gosh. What a strong purple suit. There it is. <laughs> power team footage. Power team. <laughs> <sighs> He's proud of them. Uh, I love it. Our so proud the, boys. The third genre of <laughs> Carmen's song is Satan eat my ass. <laughs> and that is. Satan fist me. Yeah. <laughs> Kill me, Satan, with your. What is it? Punch murder me, Satan. What's the Amanda Bynes to Drake tweet? Like, murder, murder me vagina. with your dick. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Satan, murder me with your vagina. Um, and that is the courtroom. That's the one that put you in a very bad mood. And the courtroom is one of, of a litany of uh, spoken word pieces that Carmen likes to do from time to time, in which the biggest threat of all is not uh, injustice in society. It's not the evil within you or like, you know, imperfections. It's uh, Satan as a trial lawyer <laughs> who's prosecuting you. And there's a whole. Uh, it does feel like he just fell asleep watching like Law and Order, and this is the song that came out. Definitely Judge Judy. To seek eternal favor. Would you face Jesus Christ as judge? Or would you face him as your savior? It would be funny if it was like, Satan's the lawyer. Jesus is the other lawyer. The judge is Judge Mathis. (laughs) What? Oh, okay. Of forever. kind of good. I like this music here. And I'm feeling good. <laughs> oh, like, this is a six minute, 40 minute, uh, six minute, 40 second long song. Oh, this guy looks stressed. Got a story to tell. Sitting before you is a structure, massive and intense. It's here your fate will be determined. He plays all the parts too. In the music. I can't believe he plays Jesus. He plays God. I was, I was surprised he by that. He plays Satan and he plays Jesus. Carmen is all of us. Have you ever seen Split? Because he's giving a uh, Split-esque <laughs> performance. I should have played him video. too. The defendant. Yeah, I like that. I like that he's everyone except the people on trial. Being judged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. He's like, let me tell you something about Carmen. He's not like you guys. Ooh. You know what sucks so bad he's is got like the soul patch. I think Carmen really believes this is what it's like when you get to heaven. Oh, I absolutely think he does. Really? You don't think he's a snake oil salesman? No, I think he really, really thinks this is what it's like. And I think really? he like looks forward to it because he knows he's on the right side. How is there not a documentary about this guy? Well, is that, there, that, that leads us great. to our next plug, which is Caroline and I are, go, are ah, crowdfunding. We have been filming. A documentary. <laughs> uh, also, we have cancer. So, so uh, we need we three need million. Of, <laughs> he, he may or may not have had cancer uh, the, coinciding with an album release. Really? Mm-hmm. And he's fine now? Totally healed. Kind of went oh, away. Oh, wow. Jesus Interesting. Is, Jesus is dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would appear. Yeah. Wish my mom had sang more. <laughs> that was a dark one. She Sorry, guys. Me. Well, she didn't do spoken word like <laughs> that. That's what, it, yeah. <laughs> she never. God can only do so much. His neighbor's stolen money. 
I love that effect on his voice. Oh, yeah. He looks good in that suit. What is he doing? I'm looking up what he's doing. Yeah, baby. You know? Do I make you horny, baby? He, he's Austin Powers suit. <laughs> he's Satan Austin Powers. Do you think him being Satan in this video was like an intense experience for him? Because he admires oh. him so much. He's so like, close. Okay, we have this theory that he is obsessed with Satan. <laughs> he thinks about Satan more than he thinks about Jesus or God. I think he like understands Satan better. He's yeah. Or like has a closer emotional relationship. His relationship, we've said this before, but it's like Batman and Joker. Ooh. They're tied to each other in ways that neither of them quite understand, but they need each other. They complete yeah. each other. Yeah, in some psychosexual way. He does look like, yeah, he looks like a like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up Carmen 2019. Oh my gosh, there's a Carmen 2019 tour promo. Are they coming to Bakersfield? <laughs> uh, Feels like they would. <laughs> Let me see. Let's I doubt see where he's going. he doesn't set foot in LA anymore. Of course, it's carmen.org. No. Oh, oh no, boy. No, no, no. That checks out. So I think we we're a, we will be able to put every song on this album in one of those three genres. A granny pander, a yo kid, or a Satan eat my ass. Satan eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> every, and I think we'll be able to put every song he ever does uh, in that. Oh, Taylor, he oh. also makes custom clocks. What? As a hobby. <laughs> he also sells them if you want to get them. Is he okay? You He's also a spokesman pizza. for Sandals Resort. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! This video? No, he's joking. Okay, I, this really does look like that. But this is part of the genre so far, oh where he watched Moana once, and this is what came out. Oh, look at that dance! dance. He's committed to like the choreography in ways I find uh, strange. I love it. He's he's a showman. He he really cares about the showman. Call me Carmen Bahama. Is he dabbing? Did Carmen invent dabbing? <laughs> He's either like a monster or the nicest man alive. Mm. Uh, we've heard. Oh, yeah. I've heard he's he's a jerk. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was leaning I feel like he's but. just like uh, probably so distracted and like disconnected. He, that's why he's a jerk. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who wouldn't want to go there, guys? Look at this. This is a great. And he's there. Heaven. And he's there. Hawaii. <laughs> if he's there, it's not supposed to be. I heaven. love the, the like soft edges on the whole video too. That's the thing you've done for me today. It's the easiest thing for me to stand and say. Lord, you know I love you. Love you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> This is a Granny Pander song. Yeah, this song right? this song should be called "Can I Write Off a Trip If yeah. I yeah. Film a Music." Well, this video. is the this is the CCM equivalent of like Grown Ups too, where Sandler just like oh, yeah. makes movies Fart based vacation. on where he wants to go. I, this I dude is, this is touring little... hard. Yeah. Oh no, he's he's active. I think he needs he to be at this point. Ooh. Yeah. What? That's a little bit of a Granny anthem and a Yo Kids mixed in because I see yeah. some children doing that song as well. Little calm A, little calm B. Mm-hmm. Uh, now slam, I would put in oh, the in the yo slam. Kids. No, I would not put that in the yo kids. I would put that in a pss, I fuck <laughs> or Satan in my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, might, it actually I might be more Satan. Slam. All right. Yeah, because the video he fights Satan and Satan's like built. Yeah. Look how he's Jack- not Satan in it. No. Satan. Well, this is confusing. Jacked. They made a custom Satan suit for sure. 
more. Hey, hey yeah, Carmen, is is this mold okay? We've been working on it. I told you once, I told you twice, more pecs. Okay, uh, how about this, Carmen? Is this okay? Go back when you've done something even close to what I said. <laughs> Several rounds. You said that I would stumble. This radio effect on the voice, oh. this felt like very in vogue of yeah. like, oh my gosh. Look at them. The chemistry. The ki- ah. the vibe is immediately palpable yeah. in the music video. The bowler hat. I mean, it's like a Dom sub thing. Yeah, it's, I don't think Satan would bend that quickly. <laughs> Seems like, no, I hate it. Don't, don't hit me. That's the Don't hit me with your candy cane. <laughs> the thing I find so funny is like he's so upset and obsessed with Satan's attacks, but Satan is so beatable by Carmen yeah. all the time. It's yeah. like you're bullying him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're punching down. Yeah. <laughs> Carmen does understand that the first rule of comedy is always punch up, <laughs> never punch down. <laughs> Otherwise, Carmen's just a regular Shane Gillis. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is gosh. this supposed to be like Clockwork Orange? Oh my, oh my god. Is it? For real. Like that with the, feels, uh, the hypnotic that feels not, spiral and uh, stuff? Not insane. Yeah. Oh, Carmen. Wow. Right? No, a lot of the aesthetics that would totally make sense I never with saw the bowler that movie, hats. But it looked, yeah, and the canes and everything. Oh man. I got a bunch of droogs with me. We're going <laughs> to go do in and out. I feel so bad for every person that's had sex with Carmen. Oh, uh, I mean, there's only one. He's he's only been married once, so it's he's just married? that one woman. It's just that I one woman. I can't believe he's, he's married. Send all your with. compassion, good vibes. Is she okay? Uh, we should have her on the podcast. I'm <laughs> genuinely worried about <laughs> intervention. We should like start a relationship. I don't know. With her and, and uh, I I am only because we saw him do like a video Q and A about something one time, and, and a woman wrote in with like a clearly abusive husband. She was like, "What do I do? Do I stay with him? Do I pray with him?" And he was so like insanely flippant about <gasps> it, and it was sounds like, like you're making it up. Yeah, like what? shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I don't know if that's how it went down. <gasps> and then he said something like, "Sounds like he's frisky. I don't know what you have to complain about." Oh no! Yeah, the woman said, "Like uh, my husband wants me to dress in a way that I'm not comfortable with," and he says, "Sounds like he's frisky to me." <gasps> so, in addition to being like a real clown, Carmen, and I, I can't emphasize this enough, suck shit is. A bad, bad <laughs> like a, so he's you know our CCM clown and it's Halloween time and we're all clowning around but he's also a monstrous sort of person <laughs> yeah this is uh, all in life that's it a great it says he tied the knot at 61 yeah he's in a 60s right. like we were talking about in the first half of the show he waited a long time while dating <laughs> and he didn't rush into anything yeah, yeah. when he was too young Take your time. how old is she she looks young. Mm-hmm. Oh, who can say? Oh, I can. <laughs> I remember when he was doing like his Hawaii video, and he's like, he looks real good. He's he's looks relaxed and like. Cool you think and he confident. looks real good, Caroline? Uh, uh, no, I mean just like for some people would think he did. Um. <laughs> some dumb doy doy would be like, oh, hubba, hubba. oh I'd like to smash. A I am pe- curious. I'd like, like to slam that. How often it was a little bit of a dating profile move for him too, of like. Eh, Make sure I look good, you know. <laughs> oh, in case to, it's the, like my real. Like to do the music videos in a yeah. certain aesthetic. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Because he never looks like a fool in his movies, in his videos, or like no, and a we've dork said that. or anything. He's yeah. always Tom Cruise in Tom Cruise movies post two thousand three. <laughs> well, who Dead looks Tom who Cruise. looks stupid in their own music video? Like fallible? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that's a I good. I feel like yeah. a lot of people will like play a funny character or something like that. Like he doesn't even do a funny character. Like oh, he okay. is always a badass 
uh, killer You jock. mean like when Taylor Swift puts braces on and she's like, I'm Katie on the bleachers. Katy Perry will do that too. Yeah. That is I'm so funny. funny though. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I funny. think is funny about a girl. When like an extraordinarily conventionally attractive young woman will put on braces and pretend to be I'm a like, nerd. Where'd she go? Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> You're the Richard Pryor. You're disgusting. (laughs) Uh, All in life, this is the... You're the Richard Pryor (laughs) of music. Minus the fire. Mm. Another, like, telephone, like, for just $25 a month, (laughs) you can support the Carmen life. Carmen's across the nation are starving for attention. (laughs) Apparently. The, like this album is almost entirely all filler. It feels like there's no substance so to any many of these, song. Yeah. Besides like Mission 316, there's something going on. When that choir hits, it's like we're on, we're on, we're on. You know, you feel yeah, they, that. You oh, they that. named the yeah. album after the right song. Yeah, yeah. In the courtroom, we may not like it, but there's stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah. And then every other song is like, I don't know, whatever. Jesus it's, and the Lamb fun. is like a lame song too, yeah. and weirdly chipper for the. The content. Yeah. yeah. I bet he Jesus wanted to call it Slam, and slam. his people were like, mm, that's a little too secular. <laughs> yeah, it sounds too fun. Slam sounds like slam. Smash, which is what children will say is having sex in a few generations <laughs> from now. Uh, and we get a little sketch. We get a little skit in between songs. Mission Italiano. Yeah, what was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a dull lady. He seems misogynist in the sketches on his own album. <laughs> oh, you some dumb blonde. What? Anyway, this okay. Nice. And then at one point, she's like, "Table for four: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John." <laughs> Good grief! So yeah, I couldn't believe that was the whole song. I was like, "This is a fun opener to a song," and then it ended, and I was like, "Oh, this was just something he like recorded <laughs> at an Italian restaurant." All right. Camp, it's me, Comet, your camp counselor. Everyone hold hands and sway to the beat. This is his Manic Pixie Dream Girl song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is when Carmen started a YouTube channel when he was in college and was like, I don't know, I just found this ukulele. I saw Zoe De Chanel do this. Tonight you belong to me, anybody? <laughs> he like does indie girl voice on it. Avocado. <laughs> Oh boy! So yeah, this is just again. He does a move that a lot of worship leaders do. Where yeah, you can just marry make Bible someone too versus, young. Well, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, you were going a different direction. I uh, but uh, just uh, plagiarizing the Bible for songwriting purposes. <laughs> in that sense. Oh man! Anything else we want to talk about in this putrid? Album? We said a lot. Yeah, yeah. We did. We did a lot thoughts. in a little amount of time. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I truly would watch a documentary about this man. I think right? it would be so like a really well done documentary. There's a lot here. Yeah. So, uh, have you guys watched Righteous Gemstones yet? Not yet. Is it okay. good? So I I saw the pilot episode and then like part of the next one. And it wasn't the most appealing thing in the world to me, even though people have been like tweeting or emailing us like, oh, watch this. It's about like Christian stuff, but it's about the Christian stuff that I don't even find like fun to get into because it's so feels like a scam on the face of it. Like that, the culture of like, just so obvious. Yeah. And like televangelists, like send in your money and praise the Lord. And like the stuff that's just so like flagrantly, uh, yeah. And bankrupt (laughs) morally. And it feels like, 
the show's vision of what Christianity is for a lot of people or like what the most interesting Christianity is to examine, at least on the show, is the stuff that Carmen trades in, which is like, praise the Lord, you know, just like the real scammy stuff. It feels like he would be a character on Righteous Gemstones. Like Mm -hmm. it's that sort of like Pentecostal flavored sort of like insincerity. Yeah, Yeah. stadium filling stuff Mm -hmm. that is just so... A, uh, gross to engage with on on that sort of ground level, yeah. right? Uh, so I find, I'm, and I'm sure the show gets better as it goes on. I've heard good things about it, but it 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 was tough to get into. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was. I didn't. I didn't think it was that funny either. Oh, like, it's that thing to do John with, Goodman like, couldn't like make it fun or interesting. No, and no one's like bad in it, but like the jokes, I didn't laugh at any of the jokes in that pilot. And I wanted to, like, I'm not like, I disagree with, like, I don't (laughs) don't care. But like, yeah, it just wasn't that funny. Did it seem like somebody wrote it who didn't even like grow up in that world? Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't know what the research was like, but, and, and maybe this is like a biased thing too, but I just don't think that's the most interesting breed of hypocrisy to interrogate. Yeah. So doing it just feels like such a goal. Dated in a way too. Yeah. Like you know, it's not like a current day problem we have as much in Christianity. Like there's there's more there's more interesting hypocrisy that's like going on now that would be better. And nobody has TV anymore, and there are no televangelists on uh, (laughs) Netflix. Sure. Sure. Yeah. They're like a really really popular obvious televangelist so it just feels like unearthing the corpses of jim and tammy faye baker for no reason other than they could get a mate i don't know i'm maybe i need to give it another chance but right now the way this works on the show taylor is usually we give things a holy toast or holy roast holy toast we send it to heaven or roast to hell carmen stuff is so bad we're not gonna give it a toast Ah. ever but we're gonna give it a holy roast where we send it to hell or the other option is we give it a holy dark roast like you would a coffee oh. bean and send it to a deeper, darker, lower level of hell. <laughs> See, and those are demons singing that. Hot, jacked demons that Carmen would hate to fight. Please. Those are CW Don't. demons. <laughs> CW demons. Yeah, like demons from Vampire Diaries. Yeah, it's like yeah. Spike. Supernatural. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Are the demons hot on Supernatural? Probably. I've never watched any of the 10,000 episodes. But oh my God, that show has been on. It's been on for, for 15 years. years. I'm not kidding. It's 14 or 15 years yeah. that show's been on. Yeah. I know. I think started- I just saw a trailer for it the other day and I've never heard of it. I think it's I thought like it was a really? new show. I think it's the last season. Oh, okay. This is the final season. It now. is. Okay. Good uh-huh. for Jared Padalecki. I mean Yeah, he went from Gilmore Girls yeah. when Gilmore Girls was on to Supernatural, Whoa, which is ending is so this crazy. next year. What a nice career. I know. <laughs> so like he's happy. You're set. Yeah. Who knew that yeah. that would be like the guy who's arguably the most successful? From yeah, Gilmore? From Gilmore Girl. I guess maybe well, Milo. no, Melissa, I guess uh, that's it, not true. Melissa's number one. It goes Melissa. Now it goes Milo because of this is us stuff. Recently. Yeah, yeah, that's, but that's only recently. recently. Yeah. And then I think under that is ooh, Lauren. I don't know. I think really? I think Padale- Well, Padalecki's. Oh no! After more. I thought we already said Padalecki. Yeah. yeah, definitely Padalecki. Oh, yeah, Lauren, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, and then everyone Bledel. else. Actually, Bladell's got got handmade. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Is she still on it? Mm, I don't know. I've never. I watched think it. so. Yeah. I thought she was only on the first few episodes. I no, cannot keep watching. She, it. It's I too I kind of gave up on this most recent season, but she was still in it. She's still a character. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then good for her. She's pretty good in it. I mean, she was good in it, which yeah. I couldn't believe. She plays. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean. I don't. But. I don't feel like it's a big stretch for her because she just plays like a shell shocked, angry person. You know, who's like gone through abuse, but uh, she's still pretty. And she's good. married I mean, to Vincent Carheiser, so watery uh, eyes. Yeah. You know, they just keep you. Keep well, you she rich. was like so good early Gilmore Girls, and then she got kind of bad, and then she's bad in the revival, and then she's bad in Sister of the Traveling Pants, and then she's bad. Everlasting Tuck. So Wait, bad in ever- was that Tuck Everlast. That was like the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Everlast. <laughs> it keeps going and going. <laughs> I can't oh. even the these pants. <laughs> oh my Everlasting god. Tuck. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I feel like when she really and then Mad Men, I didn't think she was good. Oh yeah, I never. Is she a good actress? Like, just can't tell. That's a that's a question I've never thought about in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll turn it to Caroline for oh yes. okay, which dark roast to do? <laughs> I'm gonna give this album a blonde roast. Ooh, so just a regular a roast. Just a regular roast. I think it's fine. And plus, I feel like Carmen would love the games on that roast. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I'm talking oh about. Marriage material. <laughs> I uh, will turn to Taylor then. Oh, the darkest of roasts. The darkest of roasts. <laughs> I did not care for it. Just for courtroom. If courtroom that, weren't on yeah, there. Yeah, what did you feel after that? I really was upset. I really was. It just, I don't like picturing Judgment Day. I don't like picturing hell. I don't enjoy people making me think about it. And even now when I do not feel like that is the case uh, spiritually for me or anyone, I do not like to be put back in that headspace. No, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. Dark roast. Yeah, dark, dark roast. Dark roast. Now, I'm going to say, in comparison to some of his other albums, I'm going to also give it a blonde roast. Wow. Because I think there's less politically hateful stuff. This is the first thing I've heard of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Totally. And I would I would be in your dark roast camp, too, if that was the case for me. <laughs> but I've heard, like, the nasty shit that he does. <laughs> and this isn't the nastiest shit. Like, this is, like, half children's music. It's like, <laughs> our father. What's the are... nastiest one? Uh, the nastiest one is probably Witch's Invitation which what? is anti-semitic <gasps> uh or satan bite the dust in america again from the standard is really like homophobic stuff and a lot yeah. of like just classic kind of like conservative republican views on like what's wrong with america yeah. you know mm. it's just veiled kind of like mm, racist and stuff. he's incredibly pro-trump now yeah well obviously yeah it <laughs> no, goes without saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, Carmen, in in honor of our guests, we're going to collectively, despite our votes, send you to Holy Dark Roast to the deepest level of hell, which we established in the last episode, Satan's not there. You just so he have doesn't to, even get the satisfaction. No, he doesn't get the satisfaction. Him. He doesn't get to uh, fight him, horrifying. quote unquote. He just has to pow around with the minion demons. So sorry, Carmen. Oh boy, a fate worse than death. No. <laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> Hey, nice to meet you, Carmen (laughs) Gerber. What the hell are you doing here? The water's fine. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, time to bring it down to a more peaceful space. Back to a church sanctuary, much like the ones that Taylor used to play as a stand-up comedian. For Mother's Day, for women's retreat events, opening up for Beth Moore, for Joyce Meyer. Taylor, this is a part of the show where we don't promote ourselves or our own projects. We lift them up to the Lord. Oh. It's a loving and humble sacrifice. Oh. And we do that starting with Caroline. Okay. You can lift me all the way up to heaven or all the way down to dark hell at Caroline's Farts on Twitter and Instagram. That's where I'm at. And uh, 
I'm going to lift up the Jonas Brothers documentary. Oh, you took mine. We can share it. Let's both do it. Yeah. Did I'll I help say you. that? I can't remember. Let's okay, yeah. It. Let's both I'm lift it. I'm helping you. Yeah, Jonas Brothers documentary. It's so good. It's so interesting. If you care even just a little about the Jonas Brothers, I'd, I'd give it a watch. Yeah. Right? Excellent. Let's turn to Taylor. Oh, I I lift up my website, ttomcomedy.com. Yeah. Uh, you can go there for all of my tour dates. Uh, and if they have released more tickets for it, they may they may be sold out but uh i'm filming my netflix special at the aladdin theater in uh november november 10th congrats thank you in oregon Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that yeah it's great yeah yeah i'm excited are you nervous yes i think so we'll see i have to pray about it (laughs) say it say it caroline what she She ready (laughs) she ready she ready she's ready And also listen to Self Helpless. Thank you. Yes, that too. Also, in in conjunction with the Jonas Brothers documentary, I would like to lift up uh, the YouTube video (laughs) of the Jonas Brothers and their significant others uh, dancing um, to Taylor Swift's live performance, uh, like the bigger people that they are. Aw, that's cool. Wait, did they have beef? I mean, that's a dumb question. Yeah, the um, We Are Never Never Getting Back Together was about... Oh, no, it's not about Joe. It's about... I just found out it was about, about Jake Gyllenhaal, right? <laughs> no, Jake Gyllenhaal is all too well. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Trouble. Oh. Okay. Is it? No, I thought that was Harry Styles. No, Style Styles about Harry, Harry Styles. I thought Harry Styles got a couple songs. I think I don't think she was dating him we when Trouble We should know came other out. stuff. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I need more room in my brain for like good things. But like, yeah, I don't know where Michigan is on the map. <laughs> But I'm not like, actually it's style was written one. in 2013, and that <laughs> means look. If, as long as you know yeah. who Dear John's about, then you're good. Oh, I like um, she learned on the air actually. Did you? Podcast. Oh yeah, I did. I like the um, Jodas Brothers treatment of like their wives in their music video so better than the Bieber one. Did you watch that one? No. Ten thousand hours. Is that about his wife? Yeah. 10,000 hours? Sis, it's three men. 10,000 hours. Two nondescript men. I won't look them up. I don't care who they are. I know they're probably famous in their own right, but it's all of them like <laughs> sincerely singing to their wives. And it so looks like a church video, and it's oh it's gosh. tough. And yeah, Haley Bieber is hot. a real trooper. Sucker's cool. Sucker's so cool. It's like a concept. Sucker's cool. Sucker's really cool. <laughs> I like Sucker. I but, thought it was um, fun. No, I thought they all hours. loved They're each other. They're just like sitting in armchairs and like holding hands while he sings to uh, her. No, that's face. bad. It's, oh. That's terrible. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> oh, oh, I have another lift up. Sorry. Okay. Final moment. Um, <laughs> Harry Styles music video for Lights Up. If you want to get horny. Wow. Pop that in the VHS like machine. <laughs> <laughs> pop it in the VHS? Yeah. All right. Record it. Pop it in there. Yeah, it's I guess so. Video. Yeah, what's hornier than a VHS that you can wear out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or not wear out? You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Uh, you can lift us up everywhere at Christian Fun Pod and go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for GCF Second Service. A little extra stuff. A little another round in the ring with Satan. Maybe, yeah. Ooh, maybe we'll get a little tussle and fight ourselves. Uh, and then uh, leave <laughs> us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is the Environmental Defense Fund. Yes. Go check it out. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank on you so show. much for having me. Taylor, real treat. And there's nothing left to say except for, in all of Pod's people, said Amen. Amen. 
All right, we're going to go out with the titular Mission 316. Oh, I just got that because of John 316. You're joking. Well, yes. Or, okay. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> is your brain broken? Uh, no, I think I know my Carmen better than that. <laughs> All right, we're going to conclude Carmania, hopefully. The Second Amendment is God's right given to Probably us. Probably has a Second Amendment song. Concluding Carmania 2019 next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye. We're on, we're on, we're on a mission. And we'll go where the brave dare to fly. We're on a mission. And we know it's a race. That was a HeadGum Podcast.